You're listening to the Fairies and Folklore Podcast by Renal. I'm dark fantasy author Renal Janssen von With nearly a decade of digging around in dusty folklore books, researching creatures of imagination that ignited my curiosity, I'm here to share the folklore in a nutshell and how I reimagined it for my writing in An Origin of the Fae. This is the Fairies and Folklore Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Rinal Janssen von Vieren. You can just call me Rinal. In today's episode, we're continuing our exploration of the Feyre. This episode is brought to you by my book, Once, Tales, Myths and Legends of Fairy, available in ebook, paperback and audiobook. Go to rinaldemissmaker.com forward slash my hyphen books for more. We are continuing our exploration of the Fey Realm. Today's subject, Fairy Trees and Forests. Folklore in a nutshell by Renal. Forests can enchant and enthrall if we're not careful. Folklore, folk tales and fairy tales have tried to warn us against the magic of forests since the beginning of time. And though we are scared when we enter a forest alone, being with someone else makes it a fairy tale. We hope for Disney, but we'll probably get grim. (sighs) The woman led the children deeper and deeper into the forest, to places they'd never been in their lives before. Hansel and Gretel, Brothers Grim Folk Tales. We all know how that ended. But scary cannibalistic witches aren't the only things to be feared in the forest. Creatures abound and even the trees can be alive. Trees feature in every mythology in the world. They symbolize different planes of existence. Their branches in the spirit realm, their trunks in the mortal realm, and their roots in the underworld. They are powerful symbols of the mysteries of life. The trees most associated with the fae, apple, ash, rowan, oak, thorn, alder, and hazel. A lone hawthorn tree is the meeting place of the fae. Traditionally, no one cuts it down for fear of retribution from the fae. Roads have been diverted for this reason. Dryads and other tree nymphs live in trees and protect the forest. Trees have been worshipped and feared throughout history. Some collections of trees have been seen as sacred, especially to the fae. People have been careful not to cut down certain trees for this reason. And now for my interpretation of the Fae. Origin of the Fae, the Wildwood. The Wildwood was formed after the rift that tore Fairy to pieces. It is a place neither in the mortal realm nor in Fairy, yet is filled with magic and wonder. Wild Fae live there. They have changed over time in ways that other Fae hadn't. It is the easiest way to travel between realms, but it is extremely dangerous. Wild magic runs through the wildwood, but if you can find a copse of trees that connect to the wildwood, you can safely travel to where you need to go, especially if traveling out in the open is too dangerous. Origin of the Fae, Caledonian Forest. Home of the dragon of the Caledonian Forest, who hoards books and is an advisor to many druids and halflings who seek his help in exchange for books, of course. The forest is old, dangerous, and very much alive. For the most part, it is filled with oaks, birch, rowan, aspen, juniper, other hardy trees and ferns, mosses, and lichens. Caution! 
Only go there with a Kushi as your guide. As a little bonus, let's look at these terms in Afrikaans. The wild bird, the wildervoet, Caledonian forest, Caledonian vote. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Fairies and Folklore podcast and that you've learned something new about fairy. Remember that you can get a transcript of this episode in the description. If you're new to the podcast, why not go and grab your free copy of Unseen, the second book in the fairy tale series, on my website, renowthemythmaker.com. Loads of folklore, magic and danger await. Take care.